Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. <clears throat> Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You don't know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work. He orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all. Watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know, sometimes I don't understand myself at all. Got to the end of the gospel and all of a sudden I got nervous. <laughs> After how many years? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, um, I read a book, not 2023, 2022. I read a book, and the title attracted me. That's what got me to it. But it was called We Begin at the End. And I think, you know, what got me is. That's kind of the definition of the church in the liturgical year of the church. We begin at the end because we start the liturgical year for the church on today. Today, first Sunday of Advent. And every year, whether you're in cycle A, B, or C, every year, the first gospel of the liturgical year is based on when is the end coming. Something about the second coming, when the end is coming. Be ready, be alert, and we don't know when he's going to come. And, and, you know, the title of the book, it's the title for the church, We Begin at the End. Uh, um, and, and so that message from Jesus is always, you know, prepare, stay alert, be on watch, don't be caught off guard. Things you teach your kids. Now, we are pretty good at pre- being prepared or being alert for a lot of things and we're doing it all the time. Think of all the things you prepare for. You know, how many, how many, when you're raising kids, how many of you prepare for their sports games and they have to go to practice and they have a game and gotta get dressed and gotta, gotta be ready and prepare for tests and prepare for work and prepare for celebration and prepare the meals. I mean, there's a lot of them being on alert. Well, everybody's on alert on the freeway now, <laughs> right? I don't know, alert for other cars or alert to lose your temper. Not sure which. How many haven't overcome that? Who hasn't overcome that yet? Getting mad on the road. Who has not overcome it? <laughs> Who has? Yeah, doesn't happen anymore. It's something to work at. But we prepare for so many things. So you tell me, why is it that the one thing that's really important, the one Jesus talks about, Spiritual preparation, that's the one that gets taken for granted. Ah, oh, God loves me, it'll all be okay. Yeah? Right or wrong? 
just gets taken for granted. You know, everything's okay. I go to church, that's good enough. Uh, uh, um, we have these two great periods of preparation each year, Lent and Advent. And Advent kind of gets shoved aside. Lent, everybody knows what happens at Lent. You know, the, the music becomes quieter and more solemn and everything stark decorations are taken down and they keep telling you, turn away from sin, turn away from sin, make sacrifices, give up things. That's Lent. Let me ask you, what is Advent then? If Lent is turn away from sin, what is Advent? Thank you. Yeah, if you're watching Friends in Faith, you know the answer. Not turn away from, but turn toward. And it's the exact opposite. Music doesn't get more solemn. It gets more joyful. Quickly, name five Christmas songs. Come on. Huh? Silent Night. Joy to the World. Jingle Bells. Oh, Silent Night. Oh, Holy Night. I mean, you can name them. Name five Lent songs. Right? It's just the, the exact opposite. Decorations go up. We don't, we don't get a stark environment. We start to bring in trees and lights and decorations and everything. Going up before Halloween sometimes now. But, but it's the exact opposite. So it's not turn away from, but turn toward. Turn toward what? Why, why turn toward? Because we await the birth of a baby. I, I got to tell you, tell you a personal story, and I've, to, I've told this before if you, if you remember it, but back in 2003, I get a phone call at 3 a.m. in the morning, and, you know, close friend who says, come and pick me up, I'm in labor, <laughs> I had to give him, my husband's already left for work. I, I got to get to the hospital, 3 a.m. Most, okay, nervous. That's the most nervous I've ever been in my life. I think the only thing we talked about on the way to the hospital was, was uh, um, you can't have the baby in the car. I don't know what to do. <laughs> truth. <laughs> Absolute truth. But, but later I had to babysit my godson, who was nine at the time while they were... Uh, um, but the husband showed up about an hour later, left work right away and showed up about an hour later. But anyway, she was born, the baby was born. And I saw her maybe 20 minutes later when everything was cleaned up and, you know, mother holding. The way I, people said, what, about, what do you mean, what was it like? I mean, that happens for families all the time. Well, it doesn't happen for priests. <laughs> and all I can tell you, once I looked at that face, it was like I walked through a door and I've lived the rest of my life on the other side. Changed something in me just to see a baby, a newborn baby right that moment. And, and that has continued, you know, I've been to, done emergency baptisms in NICU a good number of times now, now for things and seen just this little life and the miracle of it, just the miracle of, of seeing new life just born. And so, and so tiny. And, uh, anyway, I don't, have, I don't have the words to put it to describe that. But that's why I say we turn towards life. Because that's what we're waiting for. Life for the world. So for life for humanity. By, by attaching ourselves to him. So this first week of Lent. Each week of Lent will have its own flavor and have its own theme and thing. And this first week of Lent, then 
really we do focus on turn toward life as part of the spiritual preparation. How would you do that this week? What does it mean? It's an easy word to say, turn toward life. But, but what should you do? Uh, um, how about taking off your Christmas list anger, resentment, impatience, cursing at people, holding grudges? Why don't you take that off the Christmas list and turn toward life? If you know somebody who's going through a hard time, why don't you make some life a little bit easier for them? Some small thing. Turn toward life. You know, during this Advent season, I can promise you, people that you care about, people who you love, are going to hurt you, disappoint you, do something that makes you mad. And these are people you love. And when they do that, love them anyway. And turn to life. People you don't love are going to do the same thing. And you know what? Love them too. Turn toward life. Yeah, yeah when, when you start thinking about it, you, there are lots of things you can do. A- and, you know, take into consideration any kind of, you know, it can be physical, it can be emotional, any kind of, of uh, um, any kind of bad habit that you have. And start thinking about it. You know, it breaks my heart when I see people who are addicted to anger. You know, and it's just, it's, it's abuse of yourself. Respect yourself more. I don't know, you know, and they, they just can't get through life and they have, unless they have somebody to get angry at. And it really is an abuse of habit. So consider, do you have any, any kind of those habits that, that, that you need? Complaining, people addicted to complaining. Anybody here addicted to complaining? Everybody. All of us. You know, when you catch yourself doing it, turn toward life. Now, just keep in mind, we don't have a lot of time because when Christmas comes on a Monday, Advent is only 22 days long. When it comes on a Sunday, it's four full weeks. We only have three weeks plus one day because Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. We have Mass on Sunday and then Christmas Eve. Do you have to come twice, two days in a row? Do you have to come two days in a row? Yes. <laughs> yes, you have Sunday and then you have Christmas. So it's, it's not one size fits all. <laughs> okay, okay. But anyway, we got 22 days. This week is turned toward life. Next week will be John the Baptist, the baptism of repentance. So the next week will be reconciliation. But this week I'm, I'm going to ask you to do throughout your week, particularly the part the people who hurt you, love them anyway, and turn to life. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.